what's up? It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? I am literally the worst podcaster in the world. I was saying the other day, like, I should record a podcast. It's been three weeks. And yeah, you're probably thinking, oh, Tori, cut yourself some slack. We're in quarantine. Days don't matter anymore. But uh, if you've been around these parts for a little, little while, you'll know that this is actually just like a very, like, this is classic Tori. But we're back with another great episode. I'm talking today with your friend and mine. And I can say that because the only people that listen to this are my friends. <laughs> um, Champ is back. We talk about a lot of fun things. We're going to get straight to it. I hope you enjoy the show. Today is a very, very special day. I know that you all have been waiting for it. Champ is back on Ready to be Petty. Welcome, Champ. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Good. It's been a while since we podcasted. Like maybe podcasted like maybe like a year or something. Yeah, in a pre-COVID nineteen society for sure. I know. Times were times were different then. Times were different. We could leave the house freely. Yeah. I could cough on whoever I want. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not in this economy. Uh, no, no. It's so nice to have you back. I We're recording this on Zoom, obviously, because we can't see each other, even though we did have a social distanced birthday party yesterday. Yes. Champ's giving me the, like, the Jonah Hill. You don't know. You don't know these people. The so, social distance shamers. You don't know how far they're going to go. Oh, yeah. We were um, spread out in, like, a driveway and garage uh, yesterday, and you wouldn't believe the amount of people that walked by and just, like, openly stared. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. We're doing our part to stay healthy and, and um insane okay mm-hmm. actually i want to try something out on you just a little <laughs> just okay. just a little test uh because champ wanted to pitch me a bunch of things this episode and i'm really down i'm gonna pitch you something right off the top okay, of the show. okay um am i the type of person i think i've probably pitched this to you before but i'll never <laughs> let it go um am i the type of person that can be like be well as i leave a room? <laughs> absolutely not I don't know. It depends on whether the person you're saying that to knows you at all. Because if they know even a small iota of who you are as a person, you yeah. can't pull it off. Because they know it will not be sincere. <laughs> you do not truly want them to be well. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, yeah. So, like, if I'm at the grocery store and it's a bunch of randos and I'm looking at the cashier, I can, like, give them a little cheery be well. Yeah, sure, if you wanted to. Amazing. Okay. It sounds like actually uh, (laughs) you doing that to someone in the grocery store is like very Alexis Rose from Schitt's Creek, (laughs) I think. Uh, That is like chef's kiss. uh, (laughs) Perfection. I'm obsessed with that. I'm committing to the bit now that I will continue to do that. But yeah, I, I once said that to somebody and they were like, it seems like you're actually wishing, like, ill on me. Like, <laughs> that tone of voice you're using is, like, uh, just, like, the least sincere thing that I've ever heard. So, yeah. I, um, we're in Canada, and um, I don't think we actually have any of these, or at least where we live, but drive-through pharmacies, like, where you yeah. can pick up your 
um, drugs and prescriptions from a window. But one time, like this stuck with me so deeply. Once, like probably six or seven years ago, I was in Washington um, in the Seattle area and I went through a pharmacy drive through and the pharmacist said, be well, as I was leaving. And that's how much it like stuck with me. That I was wow. Like... <laughs> I kind of want to get into why you were going to a drive through pharmacy in the <laughs> States, but that seems too personal and we won't go there on the pod. Okay, amazing. That'll that be a follow-up question after we stop recording. <laughs> okay, amazing. We're here today to talk about some fascinating things going on in the world. Uh, the stuff that really matters. Uh, the royal family. I got yes. so much to say. The British royal family. <laughs> Y'all heard of is, them. <laughs> is there any other royal family that we care about? No. No, absolutely not. I've literally unfollowed Instagram accounts that were like royal family. And then they would like, I don't know if it was like a dry week, like posted stuff about like the Spanish royal family. I'm like, unfollow. No quiero, no quiero. <laughs> um celebrities during the coronavirus like outbreak like what are they what have they been up to and why do we hate it um (laughs) (laughs) the netflix shows that we are binging i have so many things to talk about because that is um the only thing that's keeping me going and champ tank a new segment where champ tries to pitch me an idea and i'll opt in and out like i'm a shark on the tv critically acclaimed tv show uh shark tank so we wanted to start with some royal family news because they've been busy they haven't slowed down since we're we've had a stay-at-home order we've seen a lot from harry and megan they've moved to malibu they moved from our tiny little island yes our city victoria bc canada to malibu which I, i don't know why me neither. me neither. I think it was a bad move. Also, they moved literally right in the at the the climax of the pandemic. Like I everything know. was happening, and they decided to move from a tiny island where we have like what, like twenty one active cases right yeah. now to the United States. They yeah. thought that was a good idea. <laughs> good luck and God bless. I guess that they I'll have say. like a giant compound where like clearly no one is breaching the perimeter of this compound. Yeah. And like they're not going out. They have No, they are. You think they're going out like to the grocery store? No. Okay, yeah. Okay. They're not just fucking stroll into the grocery store like no. I am every Sunday testing out be well uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> salutations. But um they were seen recently, like, uh, bringing meals to, like, a shelter or something like that. Oh, like, I handing see. out meals. And they were, like, in little masks and, uh, like, walking their dogs and stuff. So, yeah, it, it's so strange. Um, here's the thing. I will stand Harry and Meghan till the death of me. I think them leaving the royal family is amazing and unprecedented and, like, well-deserved like and like something that's probably been in the works for a long time but the part that I don't get is this back and forth with the press that they are currently in um because I do believe that they deserve privacy at their homes and stuff but like then they move to like LA yeah like it's this weird like contradiction of like 
okay, you didn't want that life. So you moved to our island, which is like amazing um, to like live a peaceful life. And then like within a month or two, you go to Malibu. It just seems, I don't know, contradictory. I think too, like if you, they truly didn't want access like the press to have access to them, they would have stayed here because, and maybe they're still planning to like split their time. I don't know. But like, I know that uh, in the anecdotal evidence that I've looked at, which is the Facebook page comments of a radio station, <laughs> a local radio yes. station, yes, uh, which is where you find out the real, uh, the lifeblood of the population. That's of where you hear their opinions. Of course. There are people are like, they don't want the press here. They don't want the press to yeah. bother Megan and Harry when they yeah. were here on the island. So it's like, uh, do you think that they're getting the same treatment with the people of Malibu? No, no, no one cares about them there. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. Like um, kind of what Champ is getting at is uh, they lived in like a, a smaller um suburb or like a smaller area um in the greater victoria uh region and there's like tiny cafes and grocery stores um where they like had signs that said like no press because megan and harry were going there and then the press contacted a like a little ferry driver a little tiny ferry driver at like company uh to take them to the like waterfront view of Harry and Megan's house and he like declined mm-hmm. and they offered him like tons of press and money and stuff like that and I think like you just won't get those type of people in Malibu correct and I think like if we really drill down to it though it's me being jealous that I like didn't see them or like meet right. them before they left because what are the chances that they moved to our city in all of the cities in the world yeah, the chances were, yeah, definitely slim that they yeah. would, number one, would leave the royal family. Number two, would leave it to move to the greater <laughs> yes. Victoria area. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so unknown. And, like, I loved when I would, like, read um, articles, like, on Just Jared or, like, any other, like, gossip website. And they would, like, try to describe Victoria. And they would be, like, this tiny city on this island in Canada like it's just so that was like the worst description I don't know why I used that one but it was like they like didn't I don't know it's like weird how like no one knew anything about it yeah yeah they are still like it's been months and they're still getting getting pressed by all of the news uh junkets in England they actually had like a huge loss this week where they I guess sued a bunch of uh, newspapers for publishing um, private text messages and uh, letters like correspondence that Megan had with her estranged father like judge sided with the newspapers oh yeah which is like surprising to me I don't know doesn't bode well for Harry and Meghan. Yeah. Also, it's like, at this point, maybe this is controversial. Do we still care about them? Like, I feel <gasps> like I don't care about, like, they're not doing a- uh, anything yeah. interesting. What? She has a bad relationship with her dad. Like, yeah, tons of people have bad say- relationships <laughs> with their dad. Get like, in line, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know. I, yeah, I guess so. I think, like, 
the elephant documentaries. <laughs> Listen, the elephant documentaries are the pinnacle of the documentary world. <laughs> well, do you just hear how I said the word documentary? That's not yeah. a, that's not how you say that word. No, it is not. <laughs> it's also like uh, I heard. I haven't watched the elephant documentary, uh, no. but I heard that Megan's narration was. Uh, critically panned <laughs> it was it didn't go over well which now is like thinking about it if your narration of a documentary is the worst part of that documentary are people not just saying like we hate how your voice sounds we hate yes. how you read words yeah which like i get <laughs> being, my, <laughs> being a podcaster i've got many a hate comment about my annoying voice mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I heard mixed reviews. It didn't like really, I feel like get the attention. Like it was like in and out of the news cycles, like mm -hmm. within hours. So like it must have not been that great. I watched like a trailer. Um, I think she sounds nice. I don't know. Doesn't, doesn't look great when you're like a retired actress though. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, you like kind of dip your toes back into that those waters and like doesn't land doesn't land with the the common folk <laughs> the peasants yeah us yeah i i don't know i relate to that the voice stuff is like really annoying hot take though i should become a audiobook reader what uh what animal documentary would you narrate i'm gonna hey. go with <laughs> here are my pitches okay uh meerkat yeah, okay. Your yeah. cat documentary. Mm -hmm. Um Do people care about those though? Everyone loves meerkats. Okay, cool. Uh do you think that it's also all the animal documentaries are like uh wild animals that like I want to see a squirrel documentary. I want you to narrate Same. the squirrel documentary. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like <laughs> I I when I used to work in an office and had a window um on like some green space I had a pet chipmunk. No, Perfect. squirrel. Chippy. Also, so I, I like love this that is you a don't know the difference pet. between squirrels and chipmunks and I that you call this squirrel don't. chippy. I, yeah. That doesn't bode well for your documentary performance. I but, straight okay. up don't. No, what I also don't know the difference between. Okay. You know, and I know, um, or don't know, the difference between Mennonite, Amish, and... Mormon. Mormon. Yeah. And I don't care to find out. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to the no. Amish. That they're a big Amish population is listening to Ready to Be Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. They listen yeah, to I it could... on vinyl. <laughs> yeah. I could see okay, if if the Meerkat doc is making me like America's sweetheart. Mm -hmm. Sure, I'll do it. You know, all those uh, documentary narrators. That's the next progression is documentary narrator, <laughs> America's sweetheart. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, but like, wouldn't it be fun if I narrated? People are listening and are just like, absolutely not. I can't bear <laughs> to stand another minute of this fucking podcast. But wouldn't it be like very cute if I narrated like a fun young adult novel or something? Yeah. And then, like, what about if I did, like, some side commentary? Like, my perspective. <laughs> Should I start a new podcast where it's just me reading out probably Twilight 
<laughs> you can, and giving the hot takes. You can definitely see how that goes for you. Okay. Okay, cool. Anyways, back to the Royals. <laughs> was like, also, the elephant dock has got me heated. Here's another point why I think that Meghan and Harry are just inconsequential now. That story where all those text messages were released, the biggest thing to come out of that was the way that Harry texts. Completely. That was the biggest thing. And if that's Completely. the biggest thing is that he uses the letter U instead of writing out Y-O-U. An abomination. The people at his... <laughs> abomination? Fucking... <laughs> we wish. We wish. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. No. If the people at, like, St. Luke's or whatever the fuck his... The private school that raised him was. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to go back in my The Crown uh, oh, right. viewing of that. I think it's like St. Luke's or something like did that. Did he go to the same one that Prince Charles did? I think so, and oh, okay. I think William did too because it's like super famous. Okay. I don't know what it's called. Won't look it up. But <laughs> I remember the episode. The, the teachers at St. Luke's are rolling in their fucking graves. Watching oh, yeah, yeah, Harry yeah. type with a U. Like, honestly. Do you, do you think it's a British thing, though? Like, do you know when uh, I'm thinking back to, like, the Daily Mail stories that I've read with text messages from British people? And you know yeah. how they always do, like, XX on the end yeah. of their text messages? Yeah. Do you think that's just a British thing? Like, like everyone in England texts you the yeah. letter instead of the word. Yeah, I actually think that that might be a thing. And, like, I feel like also is how can you do that at the age that you are? Because I used to type like that, like, in high school, maybe even college. I don't remember. But, like, as soon as you have a real job and stuff like that, you really can't, like, continue to Also, if you're you're having a heated text discussion, like, with your estranged father-in-law, are you not writing out every single word? Like, are you not writing with perfect syntax? Oh, I am. To get the point out? Oh, absolutely. Because there's nothing that you could say like i want to leave no room for you to come at me (laughs) what about if megan's dad was just like (laughs) he said like just like you and then like equals you or like something like you know like the differences between your and your comeback was just like like asterisks uh you yeah 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 Oh, my God. But, yeah, that was, like, alarming. I think also the other thing, not just the typing with you because I won't look at him the same again. But when he was, like, hi, again, I don't know the dad's name. Mark? Mark Markle. Mark Markle. That's him. That's him. No, it's, like, Randy. Got it. It's something like that. It's, like, an I'm old dead. white man name. Yeah, Walter. 100%. Walter Markle. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, but Mark Markle receives a text message message from Megan's phone that's like, hey, it's Harry. I'm just borrowing Megan's phone. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare he? That was the that was honestly like, again, the, one of the worst parts of this. Well, he's not really borrowing Megan's phone. Megan is handing him the phone and saying, you, like, you deal, deal with, deal with this. <laughs> I have a, yeah. I have an infant. Yeah. Yeah. Were you were you shocked that the royals have like phones and stuff? 
I just pictured them like phoneless. Oh, you think like the like well, this was back when the president uh, followed the rules, but uh, yeah. that was a big thing with Obama is that he was addicted to his BlackBerry, and then they basically just gave him like a fake BlackBerry that had like brick breaker on it, and that's it because he he wasn't able to text for the security of the nation. Yeah, yeah, like um, well, I remember in scandal <laughs> like, oh, yeah. when like olivia pope had to like give up her phone and stuff yeah. so i just like assumed it was the same with the british royalty but yeah. it seems like they do have phones to like text maybe within the family but i just think that that's so risky well clearly it is because their text messages were leaked so there you go yeah and like i don't know it's probably boring shit that they're getting off of harry and megan's phones but like like, you should tap into some other members of the royal family. That's yeah. all I'm saying. The other royal family news that has come out of the pandemic, other than Charles contracting corona, which... If there's one <laughs> royal family member who speaks moistly, I'm telling you, Prince Charles is the candidate. It, that's literally disgusting. Like, a chill ran down my spine. <laughs> and like, oh my god. Yeah, I know, I know. But he's fully recovered. Camilla, honestly, probably thriving. Camilla released, like, a book list. Like, oh, this did is she? what I'm reading during the pandemic. And honestly, it was good. What is she reading? Can't, can't remember off the top of my head. Okay, I'm going to look this up. Okay, we'll look up. Everyone after this podcast is over, yeah. look up um, Camilla. Or listen, if you're listening to this podcast, you can look it up during the podcast. Yeah, you lucky don't have to wait you. Till it's over. Yeah, yeah. We don't have the technologies, the capabilities to the do The Camilla book list. I'm gonna say what's on the Camilla book list? Uh, probably like um, tw- Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Like what's what's the hip book of today? Nothing. There's I no hip books I haven't read a book in such a long time. It's Publishing so is bad. Dead. Published. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's actually something that I've, like, promised myself to do is, like, get into books while I'm in a pandemic. Okay, but you literally just said, like, oh, Camilla's, like, book recommendations were actually amazing, leading yeah. us to believe that you were cultured in literature. And I now know. you're just saying that you don't read anything. What What's the I last know. thing you read? A long Instagram story? A text <laughs> post from the notes app? <laughs> yes. Why I say it's good is because it none of it was recent. Right. Not that it was like fucking like Wuthering Heights or something like that, right. but it was like stuff from like maybe five to ten years good, ago. Good pull, Tori, with the Wuthering Heights reference. That was really thanks, good. Thanks, thanks, thanks. But like, yeah, it, it's because it wasn't anything recent. Am right. I reading anything recent? No. But did I used to like books? Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the longest thing I've read is a, like a TikTok uh, caption. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. Yeah, or the subtitles on my Spanish telenovelas right right (laughs) that's it um so yeah charles survived corona congrats um more importantly the kensington royal family kate will louis charlotte the last one is george how dare you forget the future king of england no, I feel like George is, like, the annoying one. Well, he, I think he's just, like, shyer than the other two. Probably yeah. because, like, since he has been a small child, people have been like, you are the future king and everything you say will be scrutinized. And now yeah. he has, uh, you know, early childhood anxiety. Mood. <laughs> <laughs> I think 
I think Charlotte is the real star of that. Recently, it was her birthday and she was handing out food to like the underprivileged. <laughs> yeah, she was handing out food to the peasants that she yeah. uh, rules, rules over. Rules over, yeah. 100%, 100%. And like that, I that's like a good look. It was very cute. She was like going door to door and like the houses looked like they did in like the movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, those little brick houses with like wood doors. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was good press for her. She was also recently seen clapping for healthcare workers. Yeah, her, Louis, and George were all doing that, which yeah. we have differing opinions on, I think. Yeah, you liked it? I, th- I thought it was fine because guess what? Here, first of all, I received a text from Tori and some of other 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 friends that yeah. they hated this. They thought yeah. it was so tacky. And I had to remind them that these people are children. They're children that's who rtbb comes for nowadays yeah. <laughs> is that if your child children. watch out yeah seriously you are not safe no yeah i i didn't think it was tacky i just thought okay, it was weird that they like added i think they added like kind of like sentimental music to oh, the background, okay. and i like didn't love that plus it's just weird because for me Clapping at 7 p.m. for our healthcare workers and other essential workers when you can hear other people and like, like I'm standing on my balcony looking over at the next building and everyone's standing on the balcony and stuff and the church bells are going off and I'm banging my pot and stuff like that. And it's like there's this sense of um, togetherness and community. Right. And like I just picture them with a single photographer like a little butler with his fucking iphone 10 or whatever standing in the middle of a field in front of their front door or whichever door it's probably not the front door because it looked like a normal door and like the front door of kensington palace is probably like very regal and they just like walk out and clap but it's like it's to like an empty field i don't know the sentiment was nice the bts i think was not great can i put it to you this way though do you think that them clapping on film and then being put on instagram has reached more healthcare workers than you banging a pot on your balcony because you live near a hospital can they hear you wow okay also if a healthcare worker is at home I feel like they're asleep. They're getting some well-deserved <laughs> rest in. And the last thing they want to hear is uh, freaking pots and pans being banged all around Fair. their neighborhood. Fair. Yeah. They're like, I just got an- off a night shift and I'm trying to rest. Yeah. Then... You have family members that are healthcare workers. You should ask them yeah. how they feel about the pots and pans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, often they, like when they're not working, are engaging in it so oh they're banging the pots and pans yeah 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 leaning out their windows and stuff like that so yeah we saw uh we were driving off the highway and um right on like the like one of the ramps off the highway there were a bunch of people lined up banging pots and pans and like one woman was shaking like a tambourine uh, (laughs) just on the side of the road good for them yeah i love that for them Mm -hmm. I'll stay, I'll stay here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. um, I don't know why it like rubbed me the wrong way, but for some reason it did. I liked when George looked back to see if Charlotte and Louis were doing it. No, no, Louis did that to his older siblings. Oh, Louis. Okay, okay. He was just checking in to see if it was like a prank. Which, by the way, we love Prince Louis. 
on this on this podcast. We love Prince yeah. Louis. We love his like hand painting Instagram yes. that came out. Yes. I'm really torn whether Princess Charlotte is my favorite or Prince Louis is now my favorite. I think Charlotte is. I love when she like stuck her tongue out at people and stuff like that. That was Here's the thing though iconic. is that I feel like um Prince George is the one that has the responsibility. Of, I know of uh, taking over the monarchy. I know uh, Princess Charlotte is she can get away with being like uh, the ba- the wild child of the family. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Prince Louis has zero responsibility. When Prince Louis is going to be older, zero people are going to be interested in him, and I, I think know. that's what I like about it. He'll be the Bre- Beatrice and Eugenie. Yeah, yeah, of exactly. The royal family. Like, do you know the I... queen? The queen has. Prince Charles, Princess Anne, the one that we don't speak about anymore because he was involved with Jeffrey Epstein. And then do you know she has a fourth child that no one knows about? No. No one is checking for this guy. No one knows about him. No one cares about him. That's the sweet spot. That's where you want to be. Yeah, where you get all of the benefits of being a royal, but none of the the pressure. I also was just so surprised seeing those pictures of Louis on their Instagram that was like, he's like a child now. Yeah. Like, I feel like we saw him as a baby, like a baby baby. And then it was like, oh my God, he's like a toddler. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the Kensington fam feels some type of satisfaction that, because, okay, here, here's my thought process. Megan and Harry had to shut down their Instagram account. Mm-hmm. The The Cambridge family, which is their proper name, I think. They're mm-hmm. Kensington Royals or something like that on Instagram. The Cambridge family spent years on their Instagram. And then Harry and Megan came and, like, surpassed their followers in, like, one day. Right. But then they had to shut down that account. Or oh, it's, like, it's archived because they can't use... Sussex Royal anymore the name do you think that the Cambridge family has some type of sweet satisfaction that they won why do you think there was the rule that they had to shut down that Instagram do you think it came from William and Kate's Instagram people absolutely yeah maybe not directly maybe they whispered in the the ears of some lowly servant yeah. Who, who like passed like I don't know why I still picture that they live in like the 1800s yes. or whatever but like I just like it couldn't come directly from them because that'd be too obvious so they like planted seeds of mm-hmm. of the idea to different people and then got it shut down also it's like do you think moving forward like I don't think Megan and Harry are releasing photos of Archie no. I think they're keeping that under wraps in a big way. And it's like, if you want to see an actual royal family, that's like how they're growing up, that those are the people you have to go with, Will and Kate and the kids. You have to yeah. go with them because Meghan and Harry aren't going to give you anything anymore other than nature documentary narration. Yeah. And they're like upcoming like thing on Netflix with the Obama family, I think, or like Oprah or something. I have no idea. Hopefully it gets more of a splash than the elephant one. (laughs) (laughs) Just speaking of celebrities in general during the pandemic, it's been like nuts seeing people like come up with a second like side hustle or like a 
a different plan than just like being famous way to stay relevant right yeah like a a a way to continue to have people care about them even though they're doing nothing because these hollywood people like they can't film anything like there's nothing unless you have already completed all the filming on something and it's in the tank and ready to be released which seems like they're just burning through things to be released like things are being released every single day now yeah unless you have that you're not filming anything new so you can't stay relevant yeah so you have to go on instagram live that is the only solution how many celebrities you know what i think this is a good thing about if you follow too many celebrities you're to get to your actual instagram stories you have to scroll through like 50 pages instagram lives i think that's the sign that you follow too many celebrities oh it's painful yeah because you know i do <laughs> <laughs> like you know that's me every fucking morning what's the worst what's the worst celebrity like attempt at i don't know contributing to contributing to like content culture have you just think that the uh cast reunions to come together to watch something that they made ages ago i think that's the real sign whether your show is beloved or not is whether people care about that because there's so many and like some really take off like parks and rec coming back the cast reunion for that special blew up super huge uh the cast of the 90210 reboot coming together to watch the first episode no one cares about you no absolutely not no i know i think like another thing though is like even just the fact that you are reuniting on zoom in a pandemic shows that like maybe your show was not it yes. <laughs> like like if you didn't have like a full production 10-year retrospective on like nbc yeah like was it i don't know was it good i don't know a hot take but like if you're meeting and you're like skyping in from your like malibu balcony on on your reunion show like six years after it finished like i don't know that's just not it i think it's because people people clamor for some shows to be reunited people have been asking for a friends reunion for since the dawn of time and it's like i think some celebrities look at that because they don't have any perception of how they're actually whether they're beloved in hollywood or not and they're like oh people want a friends reunion i'll reboot my like i'll reunite with the cast of i don't know can't um, think. one tree hill yeah I'll, I'll there was a one tree hill reunion one tree hill yeah it was like not not it i i think the saddest like reunion fail for me was um i was on tiktok and for some reason coach bolton from high school musical i think just one Actually, two. Actually, I think he's maybe featured in all three, but prominently in drives the narrative, the plot line in, in High School Musical one. His TikToks come up on my for you page all the fucking time. Like I am constantly watching Coach Bolton uh, TikToks, and he acts exactly as you would expect cold bulletin in the movie to act on tiktok just like a 40 50 year old basketball coach that has found this app 
But the saddest, like the biggest fail was when he, it was actually so sad, like a, a tear was brought to my eye when he was watching the High School Musical reunion uninvited oh, from yeah. his own. But that was that was for like a, a sing-along, like some sort of sing-along on the Disney Channel or something like that. He was a major player in the. But did he have any songs? No, but he does like sing and dance. That was like another shocking thing to learn right. is like he can keep up with the best of them. Do you know the big controversy with the High School Musical reunion was that Zac Efron did not participate in the song portion of the sing along. He just introduced the cast. Which leads me to believe that he wasn't actually singing in those movies. He he wasn't singing in the first one. Okay, there you go. Yeah, it was um uh Drew Seeley. Yeah, you don't need I to think tell me twice who Drew Seeley is, that's for sure. <laughs> you, I know the guy. Are you, for, oh, are you for real? Yeah, I can't wait till he reunites with whatever other shows BTS he was on. No, or I don't what, know was who he is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he was in a, a Cinderella. Um, you're thinking of Chad Michael Murray. No, you're no, of not Hillary a, Duff is who you're thinking. No, of. no, he was in I think a Selena Gomez version of Cinderella. Never heard of it. And I think he was in not BTS. That's a like Korean. That's like, a, a yeah, K-pop. That's K-pop. Band. <laughs> no, um, Big Time Rush, BTR. Oh, okay. I think he was in, <laughs> maybe question mark. I don't know. No, he was like a. Uh, a C-level Disney star with, with like, m- the ages of, like, Miley, Selena, the Sprouse twins. So like, if you're he was a, in that if era. If you're a C-level Disney star, does that yeah. – what is your level in the actual Hollywood hierarchy? You're, like, oh, like G. Yeah. H. Unmentionable. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he um did the vocals. Like, I think that there was, like, parts where they overlapped – Zach's voice mm-hmm. in the first movie but he did the singing and you can actually like tell if you like really listen to it um and then the whole cast went on like a summer tour like like an arena like stadium tour okay and the only person that didn't participate was Zach and Drew was the Troy oh really that's like a deep a some deep uh sleuthing i feel like on my part that i'm digging up <laughs> deep uh, hsm uh trivia yeah. for you yeah i think like the going back to the celebrities on social media i think like a lot of it's bad content but i think my favorite parts are when like you can tell that their manager like it it's not like an interview that was like scheduled by their manager where they like get briefed before the interview and the manager reads over the questions from the host and stuff like everything is more ad lib so I find that we're getting more like mistakes and like accidental like fuck ups and people getting canceled (laughs) well this (laughs) is all content driven too uh, by these celebrities which just makes you appreciate that there's writers and editors out there and directors yes, that can totally. control these people into a somewhat half decent performance it's like yes. did you watch the video where all the celebrities were singing john lennon oh imagine all the people oh discussed heavily on this podcast oh, okay okay sorry as sorry an abs- as as an absolute fail yeah 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 uh, like it was so bad and like out of touch. Did you discuss uh, Vanessa Hudgens on Instagram Live talking about speaking of high school musical? 
<laughs> about respecting the coronavirus. And, and like... No, it was about how she was talking about, like, does everything need to be canceled? I think spurned by probably uh, the cancellation of uh, Coachella or something like that. Something oh, she really yeah. wanted to go to where hippie She's the Coachella. Yeah, she is the Coachella queen, like the Coachella OG. Yeah. Yeah. And she was complaining that all these things were canceled. And she was like, uh, you know, it's a virus. And if people die, then they die. And everyone doesn't like it when you you tell them that, uh, that people have to die. People don't like that, it turns out, for Vanessa Hutchins. No, that's, that's not a good look. No. I feel like after that happened, though, she posted, like, again, this is, like, the way to do it, like, 18 videos and like tiktoks of her singing high school musical shit because it's like how can you hide how can you bury me saying that people it's okay for people to die like pump out the content of me singing your favorite classics soaring flying yeah that one yeah yeah breaking free do the basketball routine i don't think she did that she did do that one okay no no. That was no. Drew Seeley only? Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, Drew Seeley probably, like, did the choreo for that number. <laughs> like, fucking, he, yeah. he pumped up the basketball, at least. Uh, <laughs> undeserved king. Why do you, like, why do you think people love all this nostalgic shit? Is it because we're all, like, anxious little beans right now? Yes. And, like, it's comforting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, I watched... All of the Vanessa Hutchins. <laughs> okay. Like, like she was canceled, and then like I still was doing like a full, fully produced High School Musical number in my apartment, holding a a wooden spatula as a microphone. Yeah, yeah. People yes. want that because it makes them forget about uh, the horrible state of the world. Impending doom. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I get it. No, no tea, no shade. That's <laughs> fair, fair enough. The thing that's been getting me through uh, the pandemic is everything on Netflix. Yes. We love, ne- <laughs> we love Netflix. Okay, I had the worst thing ever happen to me. Um, the other day, I'm on my family's account. There's five members of our family. Works out perfectly. Who, who pays for it? My daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Guess who pays for it in, in our my family? You? I pay for it. Wow. My family is freeloading off me. Wow, we love that. That's like those those like TikToks where like the kid gets their like parent like a coffee or something like that and they're like, Don't worry about it, like keep the change even though you like drain all of their money. That's you right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't I don't really I'm not really a drain on my family's uh, resources anymore. You were at one point. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Compared to my brother and sister though, me I'm the lowest. Independent. Nice, nice. The worst thing happened to me, I was on Netflix or like I I was watching Outlander, which is my new obsession, and I like went to make a snack or went to the bathroom or something and I went to go press play. And we only have the account because we live in <laughs> it's like fucking dire straits around here where two people can be watching oh, at the same okay. time. And my dad was watching a comedy special. Right. And Which my sister one? was watching I can't remember. And my sister was watching like some docu series, like right. murder mystery thing. And so I couldn't even watch Netflix wow. and I had a meltdown. <laughs> because like you couldn't a- watch the 
spicy, spicy content that is Outlander. It's like, okay, like I cannot believe how like, actually, I don't know why I'm like surprised because I fall down these rabbit holes so often where like I will find one thing I like and then it becomes my entire personality. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I started watching Las Chicas and I was literally going to dye my hair black and wear a red lip. (laughs) Just (laughs) and like now I'm like, should I start saying I instead of yes? Yes. (laughs) Like, should I start studying Gaelic? Possibly. Um, I'm like planning my next trip to Scotland um, when all of this is over, but it's like shocking. I found fell down this rabbit hole so quickly, except for I'm scared. If no one's watched Outlander, it's like a time travel show, predominantly based in Scotland. Even though the later se- seasons they like go to like the U.S. and stuff, which I, I like almost like want to stop watching because it's so good right now, and I feel like it's gonna like quickly go downhill. Right. It's basically romance novels turned into a tv show which i don't normally like love but like i love this tv show it's like uh scotland uh 50 shades of gray yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. but for some reason like i find it like that's okay like i'm not embarrassed by it which i would be embarrassed if i said that i liked 50 shades of gray okay okay yeah i don't know what the difference is because there is none but for some reason it like just works but it's also like really easily bingeable which is necessary like thing that you need right now Mm -hmm. like it needs to be something where you can watch 10 episodes and not move out of your bed right yeah what have you been watching lately on netflix the dating shows have uh, been very prominent lately we've watched uh, love is blind and uh, also too hot to handle uh, Love is Blind, uh, if you have not watched it, don't waste your time. It's a waste of time. It's only I 10 episodes, so but it's hot trash. Don't have to tell me twice. I won't be watching it. It's one of those things. It's very similar to The Bachelor in that each episode, only one interesting thing happens, and everything else they stretch out for the entire episode. I can't with those TV shows anymore. I'm just, like, not interested. Also, like, each... Each couple's journey, each person's journey, it's like one thing. Like there was this one couple where the one woman is 38 and the one guy is, or no, she's like 34 and he's 24. Like there's a 10-year age difference between them. And that's the only thing, the only thing that they ever talk about as part of their relationship is this age difference. And they, you have to listen to that for 10 episodes. It's like nothing yeah. happens. There's no growth. Yeah. Like the editing is so choppy. It's Nick Lachey. If you, I, I can't believe you uh, haven't watched this. Nick Lachey and Same. Vanessa Lachey are the hosts. And I know. they're only on like three episodes because you don't have to really host a dating show at all. Yeah. So yeah. the very first episode, uh, they're introducing themselves and she's like, I'm Vanessa Lachey. And he goes, and I'm obviously Nick Lachey. That's how he introduces and himself to Ori. The thing is, is like, no one obviously knew that. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. like, the majority of the viewers did not know that. But honestly, good for them for landing a Netflix show. Yeah. Even though they've never been mentioned, like, once um, in the their three-episode appearance. No. Like, not a lot of, like, career-boosting material. No. But 
it's actually like weird to me how I've never watched Love is Blind because I feel like it's a TV show that is like literally created for someone like me. Yes, I think so. But I haven't watched it and I like don't care to. Too hot to handle. Are you familiar with the premise of this show? Yes, yes. I am. So Do you want to explain all it? these, uh, you know, hot people go into this house and they're told they're not allowed to hook up at all. If they hook up, they lose money from this communal pot of money that they have. How much is like a kiss? A kiss. So they start out with a hundred thousand dollars. A yeah. kiss is three grand. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Then there's stuff that goes like uh, if you're going all the way on the show, it's yeah. like thirty thousand dollars. I think is the price tag on it. Okay, I have some things to say about this. Okay. A, that's fucking insane. Who are they? Where are these people from? Like, are they from the UK? They're from all over the place. Uh, there's one girl um. from Vancouver. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, there's uh, a couple people from the States. There's a girl from Ireland. There's a couple people from England. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other people that are on that show. I think it's just England, like the UK, okay. uh, yeah. Canada. Oh, Australia. Okay, yeah. so like Commonwealth countries. Okay, so here's the thing though. If you don't do anything on the TV show and walk away with your $100,000, you're leaving not creating any good TV. Yes. If you spice it up, lose some of your money, but become like either the villain or like the beloved sweetheart, you're walking away, even though you're, like, having sex or whatever, which is totally fine. You're leaving with, like, a career. Yes. So that's so basically I would, like, what that happened. That would be my strategy. Yeah. Is the, the people that lost the most money out of this pot uh, because they're hooking up are now the people that, like, really are the only two people that anyone has any interest in. Yes. So I, that's what I would do is I would strategically lose money wink wink and then i would build my like spawn con influencer career off of this yeah like i'm i'm totally okay with that the the thing about this show too is like all these people coming in are like uh either self-diagnosed or the show has diagnosed them as like these are addicts no but these are people that are like they're only focused on hooking up like that's all they want to do and the show is like hey, uh, try to be a better person, which is like oh. a, a little bit slut shamey And, uh, yes. you know, don't know how that's going to hold up uh, with the... The test of time. Yeah, in 2020 uh, social justice uh, circles. But uh, it's a very yeah. entertaining show and uh, definitely much better edited than Love is Blind. Okay, this is what I wanted to say, and I'm actually glad you brought this up, because I've only watched, like, the fucking Netflix trailer that pops up and auto-plays when you're, like, trying to find a fucking TV show. I've only seen that of Too Odd to Handle. But, like, even just from that trailer, I was worried that people that aren't, like, media literate would see this as, like, sex is bad, sex will cost you something. Don't hook up with people because it makes you a bad person. Like, it seemed very, like sex negative yes is this a correct assumption that if you are not media literate and can see it for like a fun game show that 
it's like actually like detrimental to like well i don't know like if you're just tuning in for like a fun show uh yeah. you're probably not media literate like i i we were just <laughs> tuning in to just like watch something fun and be entertained yeah. by these funny people that were on television because a lot of them are like also like saying very funny they have very funny totally. confessionals and things like that. of course uh but also like if you if you're wanting to analyze every little detail you're probably seeing it for what it actually is what it is is. okay because that's me i think like i used to watch all these tv shows like blindly Mm -hmm. and now i can't without seeing like the repercussions that it has on like certain uh like narrative like the narratives that like bachelor is pushing forward about like couples and when you can have sex and how you should date and like Mm -hmm. whatever so yeah i like Maybe that's why I'm not interested in it. But you're saying that I should watch it's it. It's very entertaining. Okay. Okay. They also do that thing. You've watched The Circle. Um, yes, I love. They do that thing where, like, uh, Michelle Buteau, she does the narration over the whole yes. season of The Circle. So they have yes. someone doing that as well that does Oh, I like commentary. that. I really like that style of, like, editing and stuff on reality TV. Yes, yeah. Okay, I'm interested in that part. I just feel like I know too much to, I don't know. I, it just seemed like you're right, slut shaming and like guilting people, um, for having sex. But I don't know. Maybe I'll check it out. Although all the people on the show, like, there's some definitely some people that I didn't like on the show, uh, but they weren't for uh, any reason other than they're like annoying or a bad person or like very complainy but like most of the people on that show come off very well at the end of the show oh good yeah. so that's good that. that's I like that when people have like redeem a, redeemable characters that was like probably why I liked the circle too yeah. is like um except for like the guy and his mom oh Tammy, yeah <laughs> Ed or whatever like they were a disaster but like everyone else was super enjoyable and like I love watching reality tv and then like feeling good about it and not like all of a sudden seeing that this person like is actually awful and like doing awful things or whatever like on the side versus love and love is blind which is supposed to be like the uh like you know romantic like actual genuine show there's like two good people on that show and the rest of them are dirtbags I hate that not interested i'm in i'm into feel good reality tv nowadays yes because all we have to hold on to (laughs) sad the other tv show that we recently got into is never have i ever i've only seen one episode uh good so far like a classic it's really good yes yes i love there's nothing better than like a teen comedy romance like high school life tv show like that is my sweet spot i have not grown out of that i would uh, definitely say there's some things better than that uh for me but i see where you're coming from with that (laughs) but like do you know what i'm saying like like i loved like gossip girl 90210 one tree hill the oc like there's nothing and i guess those aren't comedies comedies before before it got bad but like you know what i'm saying like i guess those aren't like teen comedies per se but like those i don't know those types of movies like she's the man or like um john tucker must die like that type of like shit is so good and i feel like never have i ever 
is like that, but the 2020 version. It has really good casting. One girl is from the main character, Davy, is from Mississauga, yes. Ontario, Canada, which is like huge. Um, yeah, it just I everyone should watch it. I think it has like a lot of depth as well as being funny and some really cool new actors and actresses that will like come out of this TV show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would give it a five out of five. And have you watched the whole thing? Yeah, I watched oh, okay. it all in one entire sitting. Oh, wow. Like, I, I think, is it our episodes? or I hope it's 30 minutes. No, it's definitely <laughs> only 30 minutes. Okay, good. Okay. And I think it's like 10 episodes or, so, or maybe yeah. like 12, 13. Um, it was one of those TV shows that I started it at like maybe 9 or 10 p.m. And I was watching till like 3 a.m. But it was like, I'm not going to bed until I like figure out where this story goes, which I think is like really unique to a lot of TV shows. It's a good, it was a good reprieve from my Outlander. Like, there's not a lot of uh, similarities or crossovers in those two shows. Okay, our last, a new segment, our last topic um, of this podcast is a segment we're going to call Champ Tank, where Champ pitches me on an idea, and I'll tell you if I'm in and out or out. Okay, social distancing. Yes. is the buzzword of 2020 so far everyone's talking 100%. about it how you have yeah. to be two meters apart from anyone around you yeah. if you're going yes. outside for a walk you need to be far away from people people can't stand close to you in stores yes. if you're in a yes. lineup you need to be two meters apart at all times yeah. and here's my pitch to you okay. we implement social distancing all the time always even after the coronavirus has been cured Wow. Because guess what? I <laughs> wow. don't want strange people standing yeah. close to me anymore. I don't oh, want it. I know. I know. If I'm passing someone no on care. the sidewalk, <laughs> I want them walking on the grass. Same. Get away from me. Same. Oh, same. <laughs> okay, honestly, I when you first started talking, I was like, no way. I don't I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok reference. <laughs> but honestly, I'm down. I actually agree with this. Do you know what I hate most in life? I I couldn't even begin to guess what you hate most in life because you hate so many things about life. But go ahead. Please tell me. (laughs) Oh, my God. The thing I hate most in life is when you're standing in like a fucking Starbucks and there's some bitch breathing down your fucking neck. Standing so close. People behind you stand so close to you. There was this one oh. time where I was buying my sister an Aritzia gift card, which, Cute. by the way, this was for Christmas. Tra- tra- trauma. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas is truly the worst when I have to go yeah. into a female-centric store and stand yeah. in a line to get a gift card. I hate it. I yeah. hate it so much. I know. I know. But there was Honestly, this woman I'm traumatized me. by going into Aritzia. <laughs> like, don't worry. Like... There was this woman behind me, and she was standing so close to me. Mm-hmm. It was unseemly what do you do because i'm the type of girl that does a sharp turn (laughs) a 180 turn did a full 180 and i give them the look of fucking death (laughs) and then i whip back around oh see i don't do that um because i am a male and i can't (laughs) do that in the middle of aritzia uh but i just try to um 
if someone's moving forward, I try to just like stand my ground, like maybe like put a foot back so they're back further. Right. Something right. like that. But in social distancing, if we implement this all the time, I can just turn around and say two meters. Yeah, get two back. Me- have you done have you done that? To anyone? No. Yeah. Neither have I, even though I've wanted to, trust me. But it's like if you're in yeah. the grocery store, no one can come up to you and like reach over yeah. you to get something off the shelf that you're at. You can't do yeah. that anymore. You can't pass someone. If you're a group of there's always these groups of like three people walking and they don't move over on the sidewalk. Oh. You can't do that oh. anymore. Honestly, I wish ill will on you and your entire family. Yes. If you don't fucking go into a single line as we're passing on the sidewalk. Yes, you can't do that anymore in social distancing. Oh, it's it's horrendous. Like, I see couples and they're, like, continuing to hold hands. And I'm like, oh, I'll just walk into the road. Thank you. Like, go single file. Yes. I will say, as a woman who often gets approached by people because they just think they can talk to you in public. Right. And I don't know why, because I have the biggest resting bitch face that anyone has ever seen, which does not play well on Zoom, I've I've found out uh, from this work from home life. But I love that people don't think that they can talk to me in public now. Like, I'll still get shouted at and stuff like that from across the street. But I love not being approached. Yes. By people who think it's okay to engage in conversation with me, even though I have my fucking headphones Mm -hmm. in and look like I want to murder people. Right. Yeah. So that's been a blessing. Honestly, I'm down. I am fucking down. I think like, yeah, two meters in lines, moving single file as you like cross the sidewalk. I honestly think Cuomo or whatever the fuck his name is. From New York, the New York governor. Yes. That gentlemen uh-huh. i think he's right that handshakes are dead handshakes are dead why do we do that to to prove how strong we are i don't know but i literally i had an interview last summer when i was like looking for a new job and i didn't shake the hands of the people who interviewed me because it was like a panel and it was like aki with like the tables and stuff like right. that and like what was i supposed to do like walk down the panel shake their hands like i was on american idol no so I just left and literally I walked out of the room and was like I don't think I got that job because I didn't shake their hands and did you end up getting that job there no there you go (laughs) Like, like that's the only reason there's someone that I know in my life I won't tell you in what circle I know them but uh when you interact with them they will always start off by coming in and shaking your hand no. Not interested. That wouldn't be that wouldn't be a circle I would run no. in. No. Well, no, listen, I, it's not a circle I choose to run in. Let's just put it that way. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, I I agree that they're unnecessary and like literally what is it? I okay, this is the thing though, is I was also that bitch that went to Spain and like tried to bring back like a double cheek kiss. Oh. <laughs> no, that's not a thing because like it's okay like it is though really funny that like north americans are viewed as like cold and not affectionate to like family and friends like we don't like hug or kiss as much as like other people in other countries 
like I'm thinking of like South America or Europe and now we're getting rid of like the one like thing that we would do to greet people yeah, yeah. one time I gave a handshake to a person that was just reaching out to like grab something that was in my hand oh this was years ago when I still think about it. <laughs> you know, do you ever just like wake up and you just like think about yes. the things that you did years prior mm-hmm. that just want to make you scream? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, this one, this one for sure haunts me. So I'm all for get, getting rid of handshaking. I'm down to keep social distancing. So do you mean that if we go over to our friend's house, say for a Survivor Wednesday, we need to keep two meters apart. You know what? We can still do everything the same way with, with people that we are close to. But any yeah. type of strange person, any type of yeah. person that we have no, you know, uh, familiar relationship with, I yeah. don't want to interact with them in close proximity. I don't want them to be close 100%. to my body. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. On buses? I Can cannot... you believe? I was thinking about this. How many times have I gotten on a crowded, crowded <laughs> bus that's just like packed in? And it's like, if one person is sick there, that entire bus is sick. Ugh, it's not even the germs that I care about, honestly. It's just the, the <laughs> just thinking about being close to a stranger right now, honestly, just ruins my entire <laughs> life. Like, <laughs> But I agree, like, how many times have you gone in a packed bus, taken off your backpack or whatever, and, like, had to, like, move your entire fucking body across someone else's body just to, like, find a fucking seat? Not interested. No. No, I'm not interested. Anyway, that's my pitch, and all I'm asking for, as per Shark Tank rules, all I'm asking for is $17 million for... (laughs) 4% of my company. If I do the quick math, that, no, I don't know what it is. (laughs) So you value your company at blank trillion dollars. Honestly, I'm investing. I'm in. I don't have much to offer, but I'll be a silent contributor or whatever. I can read your, um, you won't be producing audiobooks, but I can read your like ads or something like that. The thing, I think it actually will continue for a long time because I think even once there's less restrictions on social distancing and staying at home, I still think people are going to be super cautious for maybe like the next year or whatever. So I don't know, maybe that will be long enough to like actually keep some of these practices. Yeah, nothing pisses me off more when you're like, putting your blanket down at the beach or like at a park and it's like empty and then like, a family just like decides to set up their like entire fucking picnic right next to you. Have you ever sat on like a park bench and someone comes and sits down on the same Ugh. park bench with you? Get off. The dis this the is my disrespect. Bench. I know, I know, I know. Who who thinks they have the right? <laughs> you know who it is? Elderly people. Yeah, I know. People who are coming in contact with me, even in this social distancing, and a lot of people oh. have been saying this, like at grocery stores, in public, Ugh. at the pharmacy, old people yeah. get into your space like no other. Yeah, people usually would be cautious about um, 
trash talking elderly people on a public platform <laughs> but know what at rtbp we come for kids and we come for our elders yes. like that because honestly you're completely right i have very few stats to back this up but every single time i go to their grocery store who's the bitch that's uh walking down the one way yes. aisle the wrong way some fucking old lady yeah, yeah. honestly i've heard this time and time again and then you feel too guilty to be like, hey, lady. Sorry, old people. We know you're listening yeah. and we want you <laughs> to stay away. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, no, every single time like that that someone's breaching the fucking rules, it's they're old. I can guarantee it. Or they're like children. Like yesterday we saw like a gaggle of a gaggle of children. Oh, that's right. Like, like scootering. And I was like, doubt you're all siblings. <laughs> I love how I was like at the beginning of this podcast mad that people were judging us for sitting two meters away from our friends at a birthday party yesterday but by the time we've reached the end of this podcast I have turned full circle as the judger yeah anyway every time I record a podcast with you Tori I always think about who if this would if this actually goes viral who is coming for me like, who <laughs> is sending angry tweets? And this time it's yeah. Uh, children. Yeah. Uh, lovers of Meghan Markle. Yeah. Uh, I love her. I love her. Don't get mad at me. I just The crew of I that question... element, elephant documentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cast and crew. And uh, old people. Yeah, 100%. I, it's funny. I think of that, too. I'm like, what will be my downfall in 10 years? Um... And it's probably the statements about old people that <laughs> I just made on this podcast. And, like, uh, the 90210 Beverly Hills yeah. cast. Minus the actual famous people, I think, from the show that never right. attended the reunion. But all of the all of the people we haven't seen in five years. Yes. Yeah. They'll be sending this out to the newspaper articles. And then we can get into our own press battle. Yes. Release the yeah. text messages for sure. Yeah, I spell out. Why? Why are you? I think that's it from us, Chan. I think so. Awesome! It was so nice to talk to you. I hope you all enjoyed the new segment, Champ Tank. We need a little jingle or something. Right. Maybe like a something with Baby Shark. Or... <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll I'll leave that up I to don't you. Know. Thanks for coming on. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Ready to be Petty. Yeah. Talk to you in 2021 for my next podcast appearance. (laughs) You have a long time to create that jingle. Yeah. Uh, No, maybe we'll workshop it. Maybe we can get the listeners of the pod to contribute ideas and we can have a full episode of The Champ Tank. Okay. Okay. And then when I have my own podcast network right it can just be your full you can have a full podcast on Perfect. it okay so then people can then podcast about you snatching your wig right. like we do to them the children and the elderly will assemble i love that for us <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming on Chase. okay talk to you later <laughs> Thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can get more content on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. 
And if you like what you hear, it's always appreciated if you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and a cute little review. I hope in these trying times that you're staying healthy and well. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.